Welcome to The Reality Informant. I'm your host, Allie Crossan, and I am so excited to be here. This is the first episode of this brand new podcast, and today I am just going to talk you through really what The Reality Informant is, what my goal is with the show, who am I, and how we're going to approach it every week. So let's dive right in. Let's get to know each other and let's get to know what the reality informant's all about. So this podcast was truly born out of my love for reality TV. I'm assuming that because you're here, you also love reality TV. And we know it gets a bad rep, right? People always say it's not even real, it's scripted, it's it's overproduced. And you know what I say to that? I say, let me live, Sally, okay? But... I also do not live under a rock, so I understand that there's some truth to that. However, I've been watching reality TV for probably like 15 years at this point. I am a 90s baby, and my formative years were really the early 2000s. Rough times from a fashion perspective, but that's for another day. And during that time, I was probably way too young to be watching, but I was watching MTV, VH1, TLC, and Bravo. And ever since, I have been just obsessed with reality TV. I just gravitate towards it. I'm not sure what it is about it. I think it's just that, yes, it's an escape from my real reality, but um, it's just there's something entertaining about it. I like the idea of following other people's lives, and I don't know. It's just there's something about it that's just fun, and I like the drama. I like the the, just all of the motions that come with reality TV, right? So in the last six months or so, I have decided to really kind of dive into the whole content creation as it relates to reality TV and pop culture. If you did not know, I am on TikTok and I love to cover all things Bravo. So, you know, hot takes, episode recaps, just my random thoughts about what's going on. And some of the videos have really taken off. And, you know, I love just engaging with the community there. I feel like we get each other. It's a safe space. And I really just knew that eventually I wanted to take it to a podcast and have, you know, an opportunity to speak on the various topics a little bit more, I guess, intensely, but just have a little bit more of a conversation around the happenings, if you will. But in this six months that I've been doing this, I have become more aware than ever that social media is part of the viewing process now with reality TV. I think with a lot of TV, scripted included, but for reality TV, I feel like fans are just so invested and a lot of these shows have been running for years and years. Now, I'm speaking about Bravo specifically, right? The Housewives franchises. And I just feel like there has been just a fundamental shift in the last few years. But again, I'm hyper-focused on it in the last six months. And people have thoughts. People have opinions. People definitely have questions about the way things are handled by both the cast and the production. And, you know, in the last week alone, 
It is February 1st. And the last week alone, the amount of news that has come out tied to Bravo and the spin that's attached to it. You know, I think there's a little bit of truth in all the stories that are dropped. And I'm talking about articles being dropped. Uh, I'm talking about content creators spilling the tea. Like, actual stars of these shows speaking their truth on topics. Like, there's just so much going on. And with social media comes opinions. There comes thousands of theories. And I just want to break through the noise. You know, I think... That's what we're missing. I think there's so many wonderful reality TV podcasts that recap the shows. I am a fan of quite a few, and feel free to DM me if you if you want any recommendations. But what I feel like is missing is an opportunity for us, the viewers, to hear from the sources themselves. You know, I think sometimes they obviously go on a little bit of a PR run. So they're saying everything that they should be saying. But I really just want an opportunity to like break down the wall, get to know these people and understand why they chose to do something on film, maybe why they didn't choose to do something on film. What was their headspace? You know, what were they feeling that day going into filming? Did things lead up to it? Did you just have a bad day and decide, you know what, today's the day I'm going to drop this truth bomb or just this bomb? (laughs) And I just think it's so interesting to have an opportunity for these people to speak their truth, right? So there's no real place for them to do that. If you think about it, where are they doing it right now? Probably on their Instagram story. Like, I'm so used to seeing, like, a black screen with text that says, this is why I did it, I apologize, or they did this and it was wrong, or, like, Twitter rants, and I just feel like characters hold you back, right? You can't really expand on it, and you just have to hope that your explanation of things sticks, and people either take it or leave it. But here at The Reality Informant, I want to give us, the viewers, the truth, and I am just a viewer like you. There's no difference. (laughs) I have no shame. I just know that we are all asking the same questions, okay? So we'll open the floor to them to clear the air. I'm really hoping to have some really awesome guests come on here that you guys know and love. And let's hear the truth. You know, I cannot spill all the tea, and I may not have all the tea, but I will absolutely try to serve you some truth because we deserve it. We invest a lot of time in these shows, right? So who am I and why should you even be listening to me in the first place? I am, like I mentioned, Allie Carlson, a reality TV lover for years and I've grown up watching this stuff. I, I really, really feel like it has been an escape for me and in the last two years, maybe three now, it has proven to me time and time again why it's so entertaining, right? We're following lives of other people who are so just far removed from our reality that it's interesting. It's fun. Obviously, I live for the drama here and there. Have no shame on that either. And I like to laugh. I like to cry. I like to be invested in the shows that I'm watching. And listen, I love scripted television as well, but there's just something about reality TV, you know? 
So, reality TV lover just like you. I have a full plate. I am a mom to a wonderful three-year-old who is a pandemic baby. Well, I guess pandemic toddler now. So, yes, reality TV helped me survive through the pandemic, by the way. My husband is wonderful. He's a frontline worker. And he and I have been together since 2013. And we've been married almost five years. So wonderful relationship there. I am a Long Island girly. Okay. I grew up on Long Island. Yes, on Long Island. I went to, you know, elementary school, high school here on the island. And then I went to school in Boston. I graduated from Boston University. Then I came back to New York with the full intention of living out my Carrie Bradshaw fantasy. And to my dismay, I met my husband shortly after coming home. So we were together ever since. We moved in together. Um, I worked in Manhattan. I worked in Manhattan for six years. I did the commute. It's hell. If you're listening to this on the commute, Godspeed. But I worked in media and advertising right out of school. I found myself in creative agencies and a traditional agency, and I loved, loved, loved it. But I wanted a change of pace. I knew I wanted to go client-side, and now I'm in a marketing role for a healthcare system that is in New York State. I love my job. I love what I do. But I feel like, you know, I felt like I needed a hobby. You know, and you may be like, Al, where, where's the time? You do like a million things and fair, fair. But I needed something that was mine, that made me excited, that was a project that I could just, you know, have as a creative outlet, but also have fun with, you know, and this has proven to be that. And when I say this, I really mean the social media of it all. And I've met some really cool creators through that. I'm so excited to bring some of them on here as well, to break things down, to discuss maybe theories that we maybe agree on, maybe totally disagree on. But that's what's fun, right? I am a reality TV democracy. So I'm open to opinions, guys. I'm not going to shut you down. I will listen. I'll give you my truth and my thoughts on things, but I'm going to play fair. But we really want to make this a super engaging podcast where the community can, you know, send in their thoughts, their theories, questions they have about things, and let's discuss them. Maybe we'll even open it up so that we can have viewers call in or not viewers, listeners call in and we can talk about it. I'm so down for that, and it's so early, right, in this podcast life, so it can evolve, it can change, but really what we're going to try to do here is when we have a guest on who is a reality star, likely Bravo, because that's where the focus is going to be at the start, we're going to have them come on, maybe they'll speak to a scene that they feel like they need to clear up, that there are misunderstandings around. Obviously, we'll have some open dialogue with them, get to know them a little bit more. Other episodes, I will bring on, like I mentioned, fellow content creators in the space, whether it's pop culture, reality TV, or just somebody who's just interesting and also loves reality TV too. 
in my pipe dream, I would love to have like some A-list celebrity come on with a reality star and we all just talk about it, right? We can manifest that, guys, together. On top of that, I'm absolutely going to bring some of my friends and family along for the ride because some of them are equally obsessed with this stuff the way I am. And I think when you hear from somebody's friends and family, you get to know them better. So they are an extension of me. I think that'll be so fun too. I am going to obviously provide, you know, episode recaps for those high-stack episodes. I'll provide some hot takes every week. I'm going to get our guest inputs too. But I'm really excited about where this is going to go. And thank you so much for being here. I am so excited. And this is just the beginning. But before we close out this intro episode, I absolutely want to give you some of my thoughts, some hot takes on some of the franchises right now. And then we'll do a quick rundown of, you know, the latest happenings, my thoughts on them. And then we'll close out and we'll talk about what we're going to talk about next episode. And then we'll talk about what we're going to speak on on our next episode. So let's dive in. First, let's just dive into my hot takes on the franchises, okay? Real Housewives of Miami. Okay, if you are not watching this franchise and you feel frustrated with the other franchises, please, please, please go watch Miami. It is so good. It's got drama. These women are actually friends, you guys. It feels like authentic. It doesn't feel forced. Like there's this side and this side. Yeah, there's like oldies, newbies, but generally speaking, they all are connected. And I think that translates really well. Hot take, I think Larsa Pippen is a great housewife, and I know people have feelings on her. I am a pipette. Is that what they said? I don't know. My friend Jen, who she's on TikTok, I'll definitely have her on. She said that I'm a pipette, but I don't know. I guess that's a thing. Um, No shame. I think that she brings the drama. She calls things out. I don't think that I would say everything she does, but that's her like defense mechanism. Like You come at me, I come at you. I'm not mad about it. I like it. It's spicy, you know? Then, Dr. Nicole Martin. Who is she? She is showing up with her black Amex, okay? I love her. I think that she should have spoken up earlier in the season, but it's okay. It's okay. But again, really like Miami. I'm so excited about it. I really feel like, I know it's on Peacock, and if you don't have Peacock, it's worth the $5, I promise you. But this show needs to be on main Bravo. I think that it would give a lot of people optimism for the franchises because I feel like there's conversation right now about, you know, where all of the franchises are going because some of them are so dark and ugly. And I just feel like Miami is dark. But at the set, like when you think about Lisa and the divorce, oh, my gosh, that is a whole episode. We, We will get to that. I feel like Miami, they all rally around each other, though. There's still some sisterhood there between the women. That isn't everywhere, you know? And I feel like that's hard to watch sometimes. Like, we don't want to watch people hating each other. That's not fun either. So here's what I'll say. Miami is amazing. Hot take. You got to watch it. It will bring you so much joy. Okay, next up, we have Salt Lake City. Whew. 
this season was so weird. I mean, going back to my whole point on social media and how it's like an additional cast member on the show. We had, obviously, Jen Shaw going through her trial in real time while watching this show. And it just makes it weird, right? Like, you're watching everything happen, but you know what's going to happen. It's just, like, very interesting. I will say this. I think we need to get away from hiring convicted, like, people. I don't know how to articulate that properly. Well, I guess she wasn't. She wasn't convicted while they were filming. But still, I mean, if I was in my job and I was arrested for something and, you know, I was going to trial, wouldn't you fire me? Like, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like we don't, that's not the positivity we need and this escape that we need. Now, I know some people may argue, well, that's real life. That's her real life. Fair. But like, you can, you can film up to a certain point and just say, okay, we're done. We're done. I just don't think that it just makes it so ugly, you know? I don't know. And I think about Beverly Hills to that point, obviously with Erica Jane and Tom. It was just like so ugly. I mean, her situation was slightly different. I don't know. I don't know. It's all bad. But Salt Lake City, here's what I'll say. I feel like this season three was kind of a weird flop. I think like the whole season was a flop. I think there were breakout stars. I think Lisa Barlow is my Alex Earl. If you do not know who Alex Earl is, I don't know how. Um, I respect that. (laughs) But she's like this huge TikTok influencer that's like grown millions of followers in like weeks. And... She is idolized by Gen Z, basically, and some millennials, too. She's young, though, so it's just, like, fun to watch her. I don't know. I guess it's just unrealistic life that she has. But anyway, Lisa Barlow is my Alex Earl. I look up to Lisa Barlow. I think she's amazing. I think she's a marketing genius, as someone who is in marketing. I respect the hustle. Did you see the Wendy's partnership? Are you kidding me? So organic, made perfect sense. Loved it. The Heather Gay of it all. Whew, the whole black eye thing. Yikes. Okay, guys. I do believe in redemption stories and giving people a second chance, but this black eye thing was bad. She was commenting on people's Instagrams like a month ago to wait until the book came out to find out what really happened. So you're going to bait us? Heather. No. No, that was a poor decision. I think she knows that now, but we never got the truth of that. So I just, I don't love when we are shown like half of the story on film and then we're expected to have an opinion. Like we don't know and it clearly you're never going to show us Bravo. So it's sort of like frustrating as a viewer. I want to get away from that. I want to get away from the like half the half truth because then it just leaves the other half open for like a lot of theories and it's a mess. So this would be a perfect example of Heather coming on this show and just, just clearing the air, telling her truth for us, the viewers who are really invested in it. And like, we want her to win, right? We don't want all these people to fail, but I don't know this season for me, Heather lost her title of my favorite housewife. She, on that, on that franchise, she fell down a little bit. Lisa took over. 
But listen, I'm always open and I feel like, especially in the early years or seasons, if you will, for these housewives, most of them do something like this. Like they really fuck up and then they learn and then they really don't do it again. So interesting. But this this whole Heather I thing kind of brings me to my next point. Potomac, okay? These ladies should be going on these shows as authentically as they can. And it's starting to feel like people are kind of creating their own narrative. And what fun is that, okay? We kind of feel like we're being lied to and duped, if you will. But let's get into Potomac, all right? This this is a hot take, I suppose. But basically, if you did not know, the cheating allegations against Robin... Well, so let's just dive into Potomac, okay? And my feelings on this. So if you did not know, a content creator had, Giorgio says, I'll shout him out. He's awesome, by the way, very kind. A content creator, Giorgio says, was reached out to by the alleged cheater party, I guess, with Juan. This is Robin Dixon's husband, Juan. Well, now the husband, right? Yes, yes. And, you know, all season, the women, Giselle, Ashley, Robin, were kind of deflecting anything that had to do with Juan and Robin and really focusing in on Candace and Chris and what Chris was doing. And the reality is Chris was doing absolutely nothing. It was Juan that was doing shit. Okay, so... It comes out, Giorgio gets all of these receipts from this person. The receipts are looking real, real, okay? And I think this was Monday of this week. And then the next day, Tuesday or Wednesday, I don't actually remember. This week is a blur. So much has happened this week. Um, Literally, Robin goes on her Patreon, which is behind a paywall, mind you, and says that the allegations were true, and stay tuned for more details, more receipts. What? So all season you knew this, and you were like gaslighting us. Oh, ooh, not good, not good, not good. Now, the chatter is that she's donezo. This is like the writing on the wall. And in my opinion, I, I always felt like Robin was sort of just like a supporting member. She never really brought anything. Um, I didn't hate her. I never hated her. I always kind of liked her and Giselle. I know they were a thing and people kind of, you know, the whole green eye bandit thing, but it didn't bother me. Like it added to two situations, right? We need those people on the show. This just was not a good look. And Candace went on a, I guess, Twitter rant, if you will, after this all came out. And she basically says, you know, kind of the premise of this show. Like, what is, what are we watching then? Like, what is the truth? What's authentic? Like, it's not fair to the viewers. So again, this would be an example. Let's have Rob, Robin on, maybe Juan, and discuss why they chose to hold back and just hear their truth, right? But that situation was a bad situation. I'm not sure what that means for Robin. If I was a producer on that show, I would be pissed, like really pissed, really, really pissed. It just, it, it cuts through the integrity of the entire show. So, hmm, 
not great. Those are kind of my hot takes this week, but let's talk about like the news, what's happening and some recaps. Um, So (laughs) Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip season four has created quite the stir. If you did not know, Caroline Manzo and Brandy Glanville were reportedly in an altercation. They both left early from filming and the story leaked, I'd say, late last week. And it was really just that they left early and nobody really knew what else happened. And like I mentioned, social media goes ablaze and the theories that were coming out. There was that Brandy threw food all over Caroline, that Brandy was coming after family issues that Caroline has. It was just a lot, okay? And it was just growing by the minute by the minute. Then on Monday, People Magazine drops an online article that basically says Brandy was kissing Caroline unwarranted and Caroline was not into it. Now, this does not sound false, okay? Here's what I'll say. We know Brandy, right? We've been watching Brandy for years. She likes to imply that she's trying to get the party started when people are kind of, in her opinion, not partying with her. So she gets a little in their face. So she gets a little in their face. She riles them up. It's her kind of shtick, you know? She thinks it's cute. Do I think it's cute? Not really. But she does it. She does this with Caroline on this trip. Girl, that is not going to fly. Caroline is old school. She reminds me a lot of my mom, if I'm being transparent. I think my mom in the same situation would be like, what are you doing? Get out of my face. I do not want this. It's not cute. Like, go sit down or just remove yourself completely. But in this situation, Caroline cannot remove herself, right? Let's just let's just call it like we see it, okay? No means no. Consent is real. So even if you're trying to be cute, Brandy, it doesn't fly. Like, it's just, this is a non-negotiable. It's 2023. We got to stop doing this. It's not cute. And she just ends up looking bad. And even if her intention is good and to be fun, this is bad. Now, like I mentioned, this story came out late last week. It is February 1st, like I mentioned, and we've heard nothing from either party, guys. Nothing. That is not normal behavior for Brandy Glanville. I have a feeling this is going to come out way worse. What, I don't know. Maybe she won't be allowed on any other shows moving forward. I don't know. But the fact that she hasn't spoken makes me feel like she's being told that she can't speak on it. And that's that's interesting. So we'll see. But like I said, it's like you can listen to all these stories, but ultimately... Until I hear it from their mouths, like, I, I just don't buy it anymore. Like, I'm I'm curious. I want to see where this lands. But I don't know. I, I really, my gut is telling me that Brandy's in the wrong here. But we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Caroline was, you know, overreactive. I don't know. But if it has to do with consent, there's no overreaction. Like, you just don't. You just don't when someone says no. Period. End of story. Full stop. Okay. Next, we have in the news Roni Legacy, the spinoff of Real Housewives of New York with OG cast members. 
We had a report from Page Six earlier this week that it was being tabled because of contract negotiations. Now, that wouldn't bother me, but then the article said that they were asking for quote-unquote friends money, as in the TV show Friends. And my interpretation of that is that they're asking like a mil per episode? Listen, I love these women, but a mil per episode, like that's crazy. But I don't, I, the more I think about it and pictures have come out over, you know, the next day, it was Dorinda, Ramona, and Lou. They went out to lunch. Dorinda looked like she had a few drinks, which, which checks out. And they, I think, are like toying with our emotions. Like, hey, look, Andy, look how many people love this. And he, they're basically saying, like, come on, let's 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 close the deal. Um, but listen, after this news came out, I think anyone who's been really excited about Roni Legacy was super upset. I was upset. I had a little conniption, took it to TikTok, of course, as one does. And then Andy at night tweets, don't believe everything you read, hashtag Roni Legacy. Okay. A big sigh of relief. I am relieved. So here's here's the thing. I think that this is going to happen. I think it's going to take some time. I think they might change who's on this show. You know, nothing's really been super confirmed yet. So we'll see. We'll see. And the latest news that I'm going to cover today is Mary Cosby potentially coming back to Salt Lake as a friend of, again, page six. I never thought I would quote page six so much in my life, but here I am. They say that Mary will be a friend of, they start filming on February 13th. But Mary, guys, first of all, Jen is screaming somewhere. Jen Shaw is screaming somewhere. But Mary, I'm not a fan of Mary. I know people are. I just find... Something about her is not adding up. I don't like the idea that she puts herself up in a picture next to Jesus. I am not the most religious person, but there's something about that that just doesn't land right with me, okay? I just don't understand. I feel like that cast needs such a shakeup. I don't even know how you do it. Like, I feel like I, I don't know who these people's real friends are. Where are your real friends? You know who I want to know? Heather, your your business partner. Why don't you bring her on the show? Is she good? <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like we need authentic friendships. Meredith, I want to talk about that because Meredith, I feel like, is now like a lost soul. Like, who are her people on this show? Listen, I think Meredith is... Not a bad casting choice. I do like her. Like, I've met her at BravoCon. She was so sweet. I just, I'm just not sure if she fits with this group or if she needs to bring a friend of her own into this group for her to really show up a little bit more. But we'll see. So a lot going on. And as we go through, you know, new episodes, new topics, I'm excited to bring people onto the show that you guys know and love maybe some new new voices that you haven't heard before but I love collaborating with different people I'm super excited I think we are going to get to the truth whether it's 
old storylines, new storylines. This is going to be really good stuff, you guys. I'm so excited. And if you want to find me on social, I'm at underscore A-L-I-X for Alexandra. That's my full name. Cross, C-R-O-S-S. So at underscore A-L-I-X, C-R-O-S-S. I can't wait to start this journey with you guys. I think we deserve the truth as fans, right? So let's get into it. Send me any thoughts you have on my TikTok, on my Instagram. I'm happy to kind of like dig through those and see what makes sense. Obviously, I'll give you a shout out here, but let's have some fun. I'm so excited to do something a little bit different and bring you some truth. See you guys next time.